Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to another episode of The Stoop, right whoop, whoop. here, live, love the whoop whoop, right here live on Blog Talk Radio, another episode, a hump day episode, so get your hump in and get your hump out, the humpty dance and all that good stuff. I am your host, Jeff the Shark Perini, and with me as always, going to town and all kind of race, dancing already before we got music going on. The amazing, the wonderful, the beautiful, the bestest co-hostess with the mostest, Jewel Tady. Good evening, Jewel. Good evening, Jeff. How are we doing? I'm doing good. You got to see, you know, there's two ends of the studio, and on one end, it's me sitting here basically feeding myself coffee, going through my notes, setting up my uh, my gadgets, if you will. On the other side of the studio is Jewel with people tending to her with beverages and handing her <laughs> things, and you know... <laughs> I, you know, I, I kind of thought I took over as a host, but my co-host is certainly taking over the celebrity angle. And uh, it's a beautiful thing. hey You know, when, when you get famous like that, Jewel's dominating it over there. I absolutely love it. Um, all right, let's start, Jewel. As you know, Monday night we were supposed to be joined by the legendary Lita Ford. Um, we got word from her PR people that uh, with all the wildfire and uh, weather and incidents breaking out in California, Lita had some incidents, couldn't join us tentative announcement that we're going to have her back October 23rd. So we certainly hope that plays out. We certainly hope Lita is okay and she just moves to, this, to that area and is getting her stuff together. So uh, we apologize for not having her. Hope to have her back on the 23rd. Yeah, that'd be awesome. She uh, comes back on the 23rd. We, we can't wait to talk to her. We hope everything's going okay for her and everyone affected by the fire. So um, yeah, we're, we're we're excited to have you on when whenever uh, she gets her um, you know everything straightened out. Absolutely, and we feel for everybody out there. There's been so many natural disasters and and man-made disasters and whatever. There's a lot of disaster going on, so we try to keep it upbeat here. We you know we try to stay positive, try to ignore that kind of stuff. We do have to acknowledge people that are going through a lot of suffering right now, and think about how fortunate you really can be. Am I correct? Yeah, we, like, it's been so hot here, and today was, like, the first normal day in a while, like, cool, but it's still high humidity, and I hear people complaining. I'm like, no, we can't complain because of all the natural disasters, you know, California fires and then the hurricanes and everything. So we we, we made out pretty good this um, this hurricane whole season, so. We certainly did, knock on wood. I mean, usually the thing that hits, Philadelphia area the most is snow, and uh, we'll see how that plays out. Hopefully not too bad. Winter is around the corner, but fall's here for now. Let's enjoy the fall. Let's get ready for uh, football and 
well, football's already been in swing, but Halloween and all that good stuff. So we'll enjoy that while we can. Tonight on The Stoop, we have a young lady who hails from the local area. Musician, songwriter, she makes her own beats. She does all her own stuff. She is amazing. Goes by the name of Overwinter, and she's a great act. One of the many that Jewel has been pounding the streets for. Jewel is trying hard to bring local Philly music uh, to a broader audience. I don't blame her because she's been hitting home runs with these bands. Jewel, um, Overwinter tonight, what do you think? I'm so excited for her to be on. She's excellent. I'm telling you, I heard like not even a full five minutes of her first song. That's, that's wrong. (laughs) I heard a very short clip of her first song. I'm like, damn. And then I heard her sing and I was like, okay, that's it. Like she needs to be on. I'm at least getting in contact with this girl. Like she's phenomenal. I'm so excited for you guys to listen to her songs. We have two for you. So you guys are going to be blown away just like I was. And I'm so excited for people um, who have never heard of her become fans. Absolutely, definitely worthwhile. She's got two songs we're going to play for you tonight, both real good ones. Uh, me and Joel had a cranking in the studio before the show just to get ready. One song is entitled Let's Go, and the other one is called – I'm sorry, Let Go. Should we get it correct? Let Go. Let go. And the other one is Not – Let Go. Not Echo, Let Go. And the other one is Not Mine. <laughs> two real good songs by Overwinter, and she will be on with us a little bit later. Top five time which we love to do here at the Stoop. Top five things to get to know us a little bit better and what we love and what we enjoy. Not really related to the artist tonight, but a top five that we had to do because uh, it came to mind. And uh, with these tough times and these tragedies and even talk of potential wars and a lot of stuff, top five things that we can't live without. Now, we're not talking about oxygen and water, you know, <laughs> not the, you know, not the obvious. <laughs> we're talking like Mommy top said five that. Things. She said oxygen? <laughs> yeah, oxygen. Thank you. Yeah. We're not that deep here on the soup. We're not scientists. We're just talking about the regular, ordinary things that we do on a daily or weekly basis, things that we love, and uh, top five of those things we cannot do without. Right. Number six. Number six on my list I just missed is being a gentleman. So since I'm a gentleman, I will let Jewel give us her top five. Jewel, top five things you can't live without. You're going to make fun of me. I don't know if I want to do this. <laughs> I'm going to make fun of you either way, even if it's a great I list. know. <laughs> I know. It doesn't matter. All right. Number five, coffee. Cannot, oh, absolutely cannot go a day. I mean, there have been days, but you can't live without it. And my favorite, I'll have you know, is just straight up Starbucks. You don't need the fancy frappo, whatever, frappuccino, cappuccino, pumpkin spice. That's all nice. But my regular Starbucks coffee, and I take it venti, seven Splenda, and skim milk. So, yes, that that would be my dream to have a Starbucks coffee in my hand every morning, iced or hot. Okay, number four, my car. I love my car. And, you know, I got my license a little later in life. So I really appreciate having my car. Um, I worked hard for it. And it's not it's not a new car. It's a beat-up car. I call it my Batmobile because it's black. It's all uh, flat black and, and murdered out. But I, I love my car. And uh, it's my baby. So 
That's my number four. Number three, don't laugh at me, Jeff. Makeup. I am a makeup junkie. Makeup junkie. I absolutely love my makeup. I have a subscription to get new makeup in the mail every month. Um, And yeah, it's one of the things I splurge on because I feel it just makes me feel good about myself. And why not? I'm a girl. And uh, I'm not a girly girl, but I do love my makeup. And you'll rarely catch me without it. So, number three, that's my number three. Number two, my sketchbooks. When I'm stressed out or anything, I need to draw. I need to draw. I need to do my little art sketches. And it just relaxes me. It's a stress reliever. So, I always have one or two sketchbooks at my side. And number one, of course, can't live without, every day, my music. And I try to get into as much music as I can. Um, local bands, really underground stuff. I'm, I'm kind of a hipster in that way. Like, I don't want you to be a fan of my music necessarily, but if you love my music, I love you. So, <laughs> so that's <laughs> my number one, is my eclectic music playlist. Nothing to laugh at. That's a pretty sweet list. Um, oh, and she mentioned ma- she mentioned makeup at number three. And right before we went on the air, she's put on some kind of lip gloss action there in the corner. It was chapstick. Can... That was just chapstick. All right, all right. It's hard to see from over here. Look like lip gloss. It's a little humid yep. in here. It's chapstick. <laughs> we don't get that way here in the state. <laughs> little chapstick. All right. Great list. I, I like that. I, I really like I really like knowing what people's essentials are, and then you know. And that's a great list. My top five list. Um, I mean, coffee was great. I'm drinking coffee right now. I can't believe that didn't make my list. I don't know how I'm living without it. But anyway, <laughs> my top five list. And at number five, really hard to start it off at number five because I had to pick a food. Mm. And that food is pizza. Ah. Oh, God, it's pizza. Oh, I could eat pizza every day of the week. And it's got to be good pizza, but pizza of all sorts. But all, I guess I can't go toppings now because I just committed myself to just pizza. But that's okay. I'm good with What's your favorite topping? Ooh, I, I got to say pepperoni. If I had to pick, it's got to be pepperoni. Uh, I'm pretty simplistic. But yeah, pizza is, is definitely, like, if I had to pick a food over hamburgers, over mozzarella sticks, over tacos, hard. But it was pizza. And I, you know, when I said, like, can't go food, I had to pick one. So pizza, number five. Number four, sports. If you know me, you know I love my sports. I love my football. I love my baseball, my basketball, my hockey. I love sports. It relieves me. It it separates me, as you hear my ESPN update there in the background. Uh, (laughs) uh, Yeah, sports for me. It's a release. It's uh, it's my change of pace. I love sports, number four. Number three, going along with Jewel, music. I love music. I put music on. And I fold laundry. I put music on and I clean. I put music on and I drink. I put music on and I just go into another world. I love music. Everything about it. I do care if you like my music or not. I will kick your ass if you don't agree <laughs> with my music. <laughs> no, honestly, I listen to all kind of ranges of stuff. And tonight's a good example. You know, uh, overwinter, new stuff. We like discovering new stuff and I love music. Number two for me, absolutely, positively, no duh. If you know me well enough, beer. Glorious beer. I have got to have my beer. I don't quite care what kind it is. I kind of do. I mean, I don't want crappy beer. I like my good beer. But I like all kinds of beer. I like sitting back with my buddies and having beer. I like hanging out with my wife having beer. I like hanging out with Jewel and, and, and doing the stoop and having a beer. Um, I enjoy it. Uh, you know, to a level. I'm not a 
beer slob. I don't drink a thousand beers a day. Wish I could. Wish there was a job that <laughs> paid me for that. But no, beer. Uh, beer is definitely my number two, one of my absolute favorite things. I had to put beer at two as much as I love beer because at number one, I would not survive another day on this earth or be able to get away with it if I did not say my wife. Oh, number one is my wife. So number one is my wife. Thank you. And you know what it is? Um, you know, people say, oh, you know, if my wife left tomorrow, I'd find somebody else. And that's all fine and dandy and whatever. But we decided to get married. We decided to stay together forever. And I'm telling you, she really completes me. And she uh, she kicks Aww. ass. Uh, she kicks ass around the house. And she does so much. She's such a hard worker, intelligent. She just got it all. And I don't even think she's listening in tonight, so I'm not really kissing her ass. I'm just I'm telling you how it is. <laughs> so, yeah, number one is, uh, is going to be my wife. Uh, that is my top five list. Awesome, awesome, awesome top five list tonight on both ends. I absolutely loved it. Find you out put my list gonna... in shame. Nah, stop. Yours is great. We found out we're going to bring to a deserted island. So we're going to share. So it's actually top ten things we can't live without. Okay. I'll take of... beer, too. I didn't want to sound like a Nauki, but <laughs> I'll take some beer. beer, too. Beer. We're going to share the stuff on the island. Unfortunately, my wife is now trapped on this island because she's on the list. So we'll have to yeah. share her as well. So let's get back to the list. Jules' top five, the beautiful, wonderful coffee. Her car, which I went without a car. That's going to be painful. Jewel took her car. <laughs> Number three, makeup. I'm glad we're on the same island because I'm going to need me some makeup. Number two, her sketchbook. And number one, of course, music. Why not? Just why not? with me. Why not? Number five, pizza. Number four, sports. Number three, as well, music. Number two, beer, glorious beer. And number one, Cassie and Tronzo hyphen Perini. That's right. My wife. Can I add That's Mike it. with my music? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I mean, well, I'm bringing uh, music. I guess you can... yeah, he's on the list. He's like, and my, my kid, I guess you have to make the list too. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you got. Oh God, poor daughter didn't just make stop the it. list. Stop it! It's just material things. I'm just going for material things, okay? You're right. We should have did that too. I guess it had to be a show off. I'm not being a show-off. I'm being a kiss-ass. Here's the difference. The difference is right here. I'm pointing at it from across the studio. The difference is this this ring around my finger here. I've, I've made the full-blown commitment. What is so, that? Uh, is that tungsten? Is it platinum? Do you know? What it's color is it? Titanium. titanium. It's a black black ring, like a silver outlining. Like can't. Here we go. It's beautiful. Hey, titanium. It's hard to see across the studio. i got so much... Gunk and junk going on here. Um, <laughs> all right, so that's top five. Speaking of weddings, wives, marriage, all that stuff, I have to make this announcement. Not quite sure if they're listening or not. I'm not quite sure if they're listening or not. And I asked them to listen to do this. A happy wedding anniversary to my best friends on earth, Mr. Charles Joint and his wife, Lynn Zamaro hyphen Joint. Yay. Hey, if you're listening, I will remind you to listen. Happy wedding anniversary. I was his best man at his wedding. They're my best friends on earth. It's their wedding anniversary. An outstanding couple, awesome people, great through and through. And I promised I'd give them a shout-out tonight on the stoop. And if they're not listening, you know, we'll listen to the replay and they'll get it. You know? That's awesome. Congratulations. Oh, absolutely. They're great people, and I had to give them out a shout-out tonight on the stoop. So normally we jump into topics of discussion, but tonight, since we have local music on, that means we get the MP3s, we get the samples, and we give those samples out to you. So what we're going to do right now, we're going to cut from my big mouth 
and we're going to play some music from Everwinter. What do you think, Jewel? Ready for Everwinter? Yes, guys. Yes. Awesome. Play this it song loud. is called. Oh, now the first one we play soft. <laughs> the second one we play loud. The first oh. one is called "Let Go," and this is tonight's guest, Overwinter. We'll be back in about two and a half minutes. Enjoy. That is tonight's special guest. She goes by the name of Overwinter. The song is Let Go, and I am letting go. We were letting go in here in the studio. We were dancing like a couple fiends. Awesome <laughs> stuff. I love it. Um, I'm telling you, live local music, the Philly scene, we're bringing it to you, and that's what we like to do here, and that's what Jewel loves to do here, and she is doing a fantastic job at it tonight, Overwinter. We hope, uh, we hope we get a ton of listeners, and if you're uh, new to it and you don't know her, we got the one song. We're going to play another song for you. Uh, probably do it after we're done talking to her, and it's a good one. This is uh, one mm-hmm. of her big new hits. Uh, not mine. It's a goodie. Topics of discussion. Let's start getting into them before Overwinter calls in at 830. Jewel did all the research again, as always, because she's awesome at it. And she is telling us that Georgina Chapman is leaving her husband of 10 years. You might know him as Mr. Harvey Perverted Weinstein. Amid the ongoing sexual assaults, Jules shaking her head. And I don't blame her. 
Uh, the allegations have been building up with Hollywood's elite stepping forward and making their stories public. Angelina Jolie, Gwyneth Paltrow, Rose McGowan, Ashley Judd, a former guest here on the stoop, Jessica Barth, have all bravely stepped forward. Jay-Z stated today that he wanted to buy the Weinstein interest in the company. Uh, do you think uh, you think he sealed his fate? Is he done? Ugh. I'm so angry at this. Like, it really makes my blood boil that it hits so close to home, being that one of my cousins is on the list of actresses that he did this shit to, and I'm just really, really angry. Um, I was searching on TMZ, and the first story was about Jessica Barth and how um, Seth MacFarlane actually had a uh, a joke about Harvey Weinstein at the Oscars in 2013 because Jesse confided in Seth MacFarlane and told him what uh, Harvey asshole Weinstein did. And Seth MacFarlane said he introduced, like, Sally Field and all that, like, for Best Actress or whatever. And then he's like, yeah, none of these actresses will have to uh, play that they, they like Harvey Weinstein. And everyone laughed, but he's like, yeah, it was funny, but it was a dig He's like, I was really, really angry. Um, that's the worst kind of manipulation you can have someone in that in that seat with that amount of power. And uh, people were actually attacking Seth MacFarlane because they don't think he's done enough. But everyone has stepped up and said something. Angelina Jolie, Gwyneth Paltrow, these are girl like women who have had family considered like Hollywood royalty. Like, these are huge, they're A-listers. Like, how does he get away with this? Well, their stories are just going to be that much more relevant to this case and hopefully just lock him up. I, I just, he's a hes a total pig, and I'm really sad for my cousin and everyone else that had to suffer through this, so. Yeah, I, I have to agree. When you showed me the article uh, last night, and uh, you showed me that Jessica was on the list. It, you know, it kind of blew me away. Of course, we have to come out. We have to say allegedly. We can't automatically put somebody in, yeah. in jail till they go to court. Uh, and you know, if these stories are true, it's absolutely sickening. I mean, the thing that I won't get in the graphic detail of how Jessica described what she was going through. Uh, but you can imagine you again. Here's a girl, Jessica, from all the way out our way here in the Philadelphia area, picks herself up and decides to move all the way out west to, to make a career, make a go out of acting. And this is what you deal with. It, it's sickening. It made me absolutely sick. We had her on the show. She was wonderful. And there's a lot of, I mean, they're, they're women first and foremost. Yeah, they're actresses. They're talents. You see them on TV and, and all that, and they're, and they're famous, but it doesn't excuse it. It really does not excuse it. There's no excuse for it whatsoever. And when you said it to me, my heart broke for you. It breaks for your family. It's awful. It absolutely is. And now his, I said, his wife is picking up and leaving. But like, what did you expect? Yeah. And how did I don't know? How are you that blind to it? Being his wife, like she was young. She um she has her own clothing line or something. She works with Marquesa. And um I just want to say Donna Karen can go screw off the comments she said. I don't know if you heard, but she said that. The women asked for it because of how yes. they were dressed. What? Like, you're stupid. But she's like, I don't con- condone anything he's done, but maybe they were asking for it. Um, no, bitch. No. It doesn't excuse anything. Yeah, nobody's asking for that. And um, 
it's not really the way you should have to get ahead. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, the rumors always go out, jokes always go out, and like I said, like Hugh Hefner passed recently, and everybody said, well, he more or less ruined women. Now, at 91 years old, when he passes away, he ruined women. Meanwhile, they're all you know, living off his time and living with his fame. But this is a, it's a different ball game. I don't, you know, it it's ridiculous, and you shouldn't have to go through this in a workplace. Like, I mean. Granted, we're here on a little radio show, and I and I have a day gig that I do as well, but I wouldn't put up with that. Absolutely would not. And I wouldn't expect anybody else to have to either. So, apologies to the actresses. And let's hope this story clears itself up, because it doesn't get any better. We go from that to this. Ben Affleck. <laughs> ben Affleck is apologizing for his apparent groping of former MTV host turned actress Hillary Burton. But he's also dealing with another arguably worse video of himself and a female reporter. Now, the incident came to light when former Total Request Live host tweeted, I didn't forget, in response to a fan tweeting to Ben, also grabbed Hillary Burton's breast on TRL once. Everyone forgot that back in 2001. Um, He also made fun of people with cerebral palsy. I mean, what the hell is going on? Do you think he has done this to other females? Do you think Ben Affleck is now in big trouble? Do you know who Hillary Burton is? You know who she's yes, married to? No, I don't. Jeffrey Dean Morgan. Negan from Walking Dead. Ah, <laughs> and uh yeah. yeah, and he's he has Lucille. You don't mess with Negan's woman. <laughs> uh that's all I have to say for Ben Affleck cuz I mean, he was younger at the time, but this doesn't excuse anything. I don't No, this is inexcusable. I saw both videos. He totally grabbed Hillary Burton like on her chest and he would not let that reporter go. I was watching the video like when is this going to end? He was holding her on his lap and rocking for more than five minutes. It went on for more than five minutes just rocking her and you could see she's like uncomfortable and like on air like trying to be professional and he's just like hanging on to her. He's a pig. He cheated on Jennifer Garner with a freaking babysitter like no. Ben Affleck you could Piss off, you're the worst Batman, and just screw off. <laughs> yeah, this is negativity towards Batman. That hurts. Uh, I think it's time to bring Christian Bale back as Batman. Um, yeah, seriously. Was not, was not a Ben Affleck fan for a long time. Started to, to like some of his stuff recently, and then you see all this. Um, you know, and again, Hillary Burton, very attractive woman. But nobody's asking for this. There's no call for it. Uh, if they were best friends, maybe... And there was some inside joke. We gave her a little hooter honk. Okay. <laughs> Let it slide. Laugh it off. But it's not. I mean, these aren't jokes. You know, just because you're a professional a celebrity doesn't mean that you have the right to go ahead and do that. And I know I get on a show and I joke around and we talk about at, you know certain actresses and I make my little comment and all that. But push comes to shove, I've got a good amount of respect for women and females. I work with females. I work... You know, during the day, right next to a a female, a younger female, that stuff doesn't come out of my mouth. I'm on the show here with Jewel. We joke around. That stuff doesn't come out of my mouth. There is a level of professionalism. No matter who you are, there is a level. Yeah, totally. And just didn't happen. And I just think he's burnt. Burnt. He's caught. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. You know. uh, the world is becoming less forgiving because the world uh, as a whole, we're putting up with, you know, we're seeing a lot more nonsense. So people are starting to put up with less. And in social media worlds, 
it's going to get pointed out. People are not going to hide if you're, you know, blowing up Messenger or you're uh, being inappropriate in, in a certain place. People are going to let it be known, yeah. and your celebrity will, will quickly fizzle. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. <laughs> I mean, if you know, if this really does hurt Ben Affleck and um, they're looking for a new Batman, I- I'm right here. I'd be a fantastic Batman. Yeah, 40-some-year-old, yeah, 5-foot, 8-inch guy with glasses. Yeah, I'm perfect Batman. <laughs> Batman. My I'm niece Batman. Madeline says that all the time. She, she's not even two yet, and she walks around the house in her Batman pajamas and said, I'm Batman. <laughs> she's so cute. Maybe. Maybe Batman should turn female. Batwoman. I don't know. Um, yeah, but I mean, uh, Batgirl. But that's it's kind of sad. I mean, we uh, we always try to bring, you know, stories for the points of uh, discussion. These are the first two. I mean, two uh, flat-out male pigs. And, you know, everybody picks on the president and his comment that he made. But, uh, you know, <laughs> it seems like it, it runs wild. seems like it's the guy thing to do. Yeah, it's rampant. And now it's like, you know what's from where? Like there was a there was a tape of like um, a police surveillance tape of Harvey Weinstein and one of the girls he attacked the night before, and she caught him on tape. So that's going to be some key evidence in that trial. Yeah, that's, that's all we that's all we need is key evidence. And you got to remember, like even you know, you got to be careful who you trust with any piece of information. I mean, look at this. The story about the Miami Dolphins, this, this assistant coach who was uh, snorting cocaine. He was sending videos of himself snorting cocaine to this um, this female performer, if you will. And, um, you know, she got mad. She leaked it. He loses his job, you know, or he resigns from his job. You can't just shoot videos of yourself doing that. You can't shoot videos of yourself doing cocaine. You can't shoot videos of yourself grabbing and fondling and all this crazy stuff. It will blow up in your face. Yeah, totally. Yeah, I mean, if you want to have a little fun, drink up beers and keep your thoughts in your hands to yourself. <laughs> Put the phones away. <laughs> Tell yeah, I know, the right? phones away. I think that's damn. what they do at celebrity parties. They they grab the phones at the front door now so no one can yeah. record anything. Not a bad idea. Um, like I said, you can't even be a policeman and patrol the streets without being filmed. You can't be a celebrity without being – pretty much everything you do is going to be filmed. All right, we're going to cut right now. Speaking of, we're going to go from uh, film to music, and we're going to welcome our guest, local Philadelphia musician and artist, the wonderful Overwinter. Good evening, and welcome to the stoop. Hey, how you doing? Hey, how's it going? Pretty good, pretty good. How are you? Great. We're doing great. Great. We thank you so much for coming on the show. Uh, we already got one of your songs uh, entitled Let Go, and it's fantastic. We absolutely love your music. We are so excited to have you, you on the show. Oh, absolutely. Thank you for coming on. Let's get right to it. Uh, first of all, let's start out with, if you don't mind, uh, where did the name Overwinter come from? What kind of meaning does it have for you? And uh, what, what's it all about? Explain that to our folks listening. Uh, well, actually, overwinter, like, the original term for it was about how, like, there's certain animals that survive the winter. Like, there's those frogs that, like, freeze themselves, and then they just wake up in the spring like nothing happened kind of thing. <laughs> and I, I looked at it as, like, I've been going through a lot of stuff in my life, so I'm kind of doing, like, my – I'm kind of going through my own winters. So it's that's where it came from for that. Very cool. Kind of oh. just working my way through. 
<laughs> I like that. Very cool. There's Thank also a, a flower over winter. Did you know that? I look. I saw that when I was looking that. up your name. <laughs> yeah, check that really? out. Really? <laughs> yeah. That's weird. I didn't know about sure. that. Teaching each other how we go along. So uh, let's say, how did you get your start in music? When did you fall in love with music? And uh, what kind of music, you know, what kind of music wanted the uh, did you want to make? What, what are you into? What what drives you? Um, well, I actually started in music pretty young. Uh, my my dad noticed when I was really, really, really young that I was fascinated by music whenever he'd be flipping through the TV channels. So I, I picked up the violin when I was about four. Um, wow. And I've been kind of just playing different instruments ever since. Uh, but I've, I've kind of done a lot of different things with music. I used to write little things on acoustic guitar when I was like a young teenager. And then uh, I actually did electronic music for a while, like EDM dance music. And then uh, I just started this project this past spring, actually. So it's, it's pretty new baby project. Oh, cool. But and, uh, yeah. And you're a multi-instrumentalist. Uh, can you tell everyone uh, how many instruments you play? I saw you on the bass. What else do you play? Uh, I play alto, tenor, and barry sax. I play uh, wow. keyboard and piano, uh, guitar, drums, electric bass, upright bass. Uh, I can play a little bit of trombone and the violin. So kind of just throw everything together as a one-man band. <laughs> That's, That's awesome. awesome. <laughs> really is. Um, <laughs> and, and, I mean, your music is, is such a unique sound. It's very cool, very smooth, and relaxing. We were enjoying it here in the studio. We danced a little bit and also kind of swayed to it, and we really enjoyed it. Who are some vibed of your influences? <laughs> yeah, vibed out. Who are some of your influences? Who do you like to uh, model yourself after? Uh, well, growing up, I, I listened to a lot of Motown and Soul, because my father always had that on the radio. So... Um, that was a big part of it. I, I do a lot of sampling of that kind of music. Uh, but some of my big inspirations, I really like indie electronic music, like uh, Metric and Fantagram, um, just yes. kind of fusing different genres together. I love Metric and Fantagram. <laughs> They're two of my favorites. <laughs> and I love your samples. Like, like you make all your own beats, right? Yeah. That's great. And and how do you – how do you? Made. How do you draw your samples? Like where, I know you said like Motown and stuff, but do you just hear like, like one piece of it and say, "Damn, like I got to make a song off of that." Yeah, that's pretty much what happens. I'll be listening to songs and I'll hear one little part of it. And I'm like, "Yes, that right there, right there." <laughs> <laughs> Are there any songs um, that you haven't got gotten to sample that you want? Like, what what would those songs be? Oh boy. Um, where there's there's a song that, uh, by them too. It's called uh, "Am I a Good Man," and I've been trying to pick out, you know, pieces of it to try to put in, and it's a little tough. But I'm I'm hoping to get to it at some point because I really really like that song. That's so cool. <laughs> we have to listen to it when you, when you do when you do make that. <laughs> yes, <laughs> I'll send it over. Okay. Absolutely, yeah, please do, because we, uh, you know, we, we take the music here, and, and we play it. Like, we're not just going to play it tonight. We're going to keep playing it, because if we hear yeah. something we like, we want we want the fans to get used to them. We love it, um, <laughs> and especially being Philadelphian. That's big to us, because we're local Philadelphia people, and we love the scene. Uh, 
coming up in the Philadelphia music scene, how did you find it? Was it hard breaking in? Uh, what kind of places did you play in the beginning, and, and what kind of places did you play now? Did you feel you had to go somewhere bigger, or do you think Philly's your uh, your proper spot to take off? Um, I love Philly. It has a really, uh, really prospering scene, especially like local oh. music and things. Uh, I kind of just, it was kind of a crash course just sliding into it. Uh, I have a lot of friends who are musicians as well. And I started probably about maybe a year ago or so, maybe two years ago, uh, I would start getting invites to come to see local shows in like people's basements and things like that. And, uh, I started just doing that, and that's actually at this point that's pretty much my side hobby. If I'm not working, I'm probably at like a local show, just hanging out and stuff. <laughs> um, <laughs> but it's like there's a a friend of mine, uh, Maddie Clouser. Actually, he runs uh, the Trout Famador, which is a venue in South Philly, a uh, little DIY venue, and that's really I where see. I kind of met most of the people that I know now for music and stuff because. It's just like kind of like one of those places to go if you want to hear local bands and stuff. But um, it's it's kind of just like a matter of exploring and seeing like hmm like I don't know any of these bands but let me <laughs> let me let me go check it out and see what's up. You know. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's how you find out like who you like and especially like yeah. o- o- even opening acts for for people. You're like, damn, I really like their songs. Um, so besides that place, uh, where's your go-to to see bands, even if they're like more major bands, um, and, and where do you like to perform the most? Mm, let's see. For, like, local bands otherwise, I really like Connie's Rick Rack in South Philly, um, mm. as well as Kung Fu Necktie up in Fishtown. Uh, nice. They host a lot of good bands and stuff. Yeah, yeah, I like them up there. And uh, if we're talking, like, really big shows, then I do really like the Fillmore. It's been I've been there. Yes. I saw Fantagram and I saw Metric there and stuff like and Group Love and it's it's a good venue to go to for like the bigger shows and stuff. Um, and I'm sorry, I just lost my train of thought there. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're fine. In terms of in terms of like what, wait, what was the final question on that? Because I know my uh, mind is racing at this moment. I guess like where's your favorite place that you have played or performed? That I have played. Aside from the Tralfamador, I would say uh, I played. I played at Connie's Rick Rack, and I actually really liked that because the other bands that I was playing with, they were really amazing and talented. And also, like everyone who worked there was really sweet and really friendly, and just like funny people. And I've I've run into a lot of like I've been to a lot of venues where like you know like the staff can be a little bit uptight and stuff. And going to a place where, you know, everyone's like, hey, how you doing? And they're, like, cracking jokes with you and everyone's chilling, you know, is, is always a really nice thing. So I'd have to say for, for that, I'd, I'd say Connie's. Yeah, that definitely makes a difference. Yeah, definitely. I mean, makes you feel I like the laid-back atmosphere. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, we like um, – Yeah. Because we like going out to see bands, and, you know, we definitely like the more laid-back atmosphere. I mean, are you comfortable right now um, – yeah, what size audience do you want to get to? Would you, would you want to pack a 100,000-seat stadium one day? Or are you cool <laughs> doing like a 10,000, 15,000-seat gig here in Philly? Or Like, what's your big ambition? How how big can Overwinter be? Uh, honestly, I would be willing to do either. I'd love to kind of make this my career and be able to, you know, tour around and, and make this my sole project and my work. Um, so obviously, you know, some bigger venues and things like that. And at the same time, though, like, even if, 
like, even if the project was really super successful, I'd love to, like, make a real quiet, you know, appearance at, like, some local, you know, a local venue where it's a smaller show and things like that, just to have that feeling of, like, kind of, like, the intimacy of being able to play up close with people and stuff. I'd love to, I'd love to make this my career, to be honest. Yeah, and there's nothing like going to an intimate show and and just really vibing with the artist itself. Um, Do you have any favorites right now, like, Let's say, do you have any old favorites you would like to collaborate with, like um, people who are already established, and uh, who are your favorites coming up right now, like new people? Mm. It's interesting because, like, I I pick and choose from, like, so many different genres. It's weird. But um, I would definitely obviously have to put on the list. I'd have to put on Metric metric and Fantagram. Um, They're awesome. I also – I really enjoy from, like, actually from the – like the more dance and EDM aspect, I'd love to do something. There's a, there's two producers and DJs, uh, Grizz and Grammatic, who I've been huge fans of for a couple years now, and they do like uh, electronic and funk together, and I would love to do something with them, honestly. That's cool. And uh, I, I just want to ask real quick, how did you get into EDM? Like, what was your first, like, how did, how did that all come about? And when did you know, like, maybe you can mix certain because to me, you sound like, honestly, you're like the voice of Sade with the Ninth Wonder Beat. That's why I've been saying. <laughs> like, <laughs> like the, the best compliment coming from me because it's just great. Like, your voice is so smooth and, and vibey, and then you have these awesome beats. So um, when did your love Thank for, like, you. ED, EDM come about? And Yeah, sure thing. <laughs> um. Honestly, it was one of those classic things where I was, like, a senior in high school. I was a mall rat. I was hanging out with my friends at the mall all the time, you know, chilling in the parking lot. And one of my friends, um, like, I think it was it was Skrillex's, like, first album came out, you know, with the dubstep and everything like that. Yeah. He was like, yo, have you heard this? And I started listening to that. And I started eventually over time just branching out into more and more electronic music. Uh, I started coming down here to Philly. I, I grew up in Jersey. Um, and I would come down here to the city, like, all the time, like, several times a month to come see, you know, EDM shows and stuff like that down here in the city. And it, it just it was really awesome, and it was a really cool experience. So I kind of fell in love with it. Oh, cool. Where did you uh, – where were you born? In Jersey? Uh, I was born in Red Bank, New Jersey, uh, Mamas County, oh, right smack oh, in the middle. Wow. wow. <laughs> yeah. That's pretty far. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> that's awesome stuff. Uh, you know, we love our locals. Uh, so you got an EP coming out. It's called Condor, uh, and obviously we've listened and we love uh, what we've heard so far. Uh, tell us about the name, where it came from, Condor, and tell us a little bit about the creative process. How did everything go? Was it an easy album to make? Was it something that really challenged you? Uh, it was kind of a weird process because I just started putting out songs and, and putting these things together and suddenly, like, I was like, you know what, I'm going to make the, all these songs into an EP. And I didn't know what to call it just yet. And the last song that I wrote um, for this EP was actually Condor. Um, and I had had, the, I had had the instrumental for that written for probably about two or three months. I just didn't know what I wanted to put over it lyrics-wise. Uh, and I had a friend who, like, is really chill and I really click with um, and stuff, and they kind of inspired me to write Condor. Uh, so that song's, this song's kind of pointed at them. Cheers. Um, yeah. No, awesome. <laughs> <laughs> I kind of just, 
threw it all together and I was like, you know, I'm, I'm going to make an EP out of this and, and make it something that I can put out all together, you know, and, and put little bits and pieces out, like not mine and let go until, until I have the full EP up and everything. It was, it was kind of a process because I tend to get writer's block. Um, and my, my writing pattern is so erratic where it's like, I can go for several weeks to like, even like a month or more with, no creative output whatsoever like for myself like I just can't put anything together and then suddenly you know like in the period of 24 hours I've written three new songs like out of nowhere so it was it was was a bit of a process (laughs) but we're here we're here we made it absolutely (laughs) and how is your writing process like do you have to do you draw from your own experiences do you have to get in the zone do you have to have like certain things around you, do you have to be in a certain place or anything? I I actually quite literally like sit in my bedroom or I have like a little makeshift studio in my apartment that I'll, I'll sit at. And for the most part, typically I'll write the instrumentals first. Um, and of course the lyrics come to me at the worst times. It's usually when I'm working actually and I'm like <laughs> frantically scribbling down everything on like a piece of scrap paper. Like, Same I here. Remember this. <laughs> Same here. Fingers crossed. I don't know if this is gonna work, um, <laughs> but like, it's it's one of those things where it's like for me, I have I have probably at least for this project alone, at least probably about eighty project files on my computer that will probably never see the light of day because I'm so picky about what I put out. Where mm. it's like obviously like you know I, I mentioned I write the instrumentals first, but I literally have to listen to it and I have to see if like. My test is that I have to see if my body moves to the music, and if it does, then I can do something with it. If it doesn't, it's going back in the scrap pile. So, yeah, it's like I've got to find that vibe, and then I know it's good to go. We can always yeah. save them for a later date. That's what like the big artists do. They they come out with their their albums, and they're like, "Damn, I had some good stuff back when I started," you know, and they go back to that, and it becomes a hit album unto itself. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> So you got more going on. Uh, yeah. Um, yeah. You got more creativity going on. I heard you're uh, starting to put together music videos. Uh, tell us a little something about that. Yes. Um, I have a song that's actually going to be released after the EP. Um, and it's actually just called Friends, Friends, Friends. And I did it actually as a celebration of the community that I found here in Philly. Um, awesome. And that was actually one of the songs that I wrote. I wrote, I came home from work and I just started putting this song together. And by the time I went to sleep, like probably about four or five hours later, I had had a full song. And it's, uh, it's kind of just a celebration of the community that I found, especially in, in the local music community and the people that I've met and friends I've made. Um, so I wanted to do a music video for that uh, and have all those people that I've met in it um, just kind of to, as an appreciation of everyone that I've met. That's awesome. It's and there's no place like Philly, right? Like everyone just seems to have your back, especially when you're in a a tight knit community like that or your own little neighborhood. You know, like everyone comes together. It's that brotherly love, wouldn't you say? <laughs> oh yeah, absolutely. You know, I think I think when you first when you first experience Philly, a lot of people are like, oh, the people here are tough and stuff. But like once you actually really get into it. The you know the the name the city of brotherly love really does fit you know you you find your you find your community you find your corner yes definitely yeah absolutely yeah we we certainly um, 
we're standoffers, but we're, stand, we're standoffers to the outside world. If you're one of us, we love you forever. <laughs> we're automatically overwinter fans, and we're, we're into your stuff. And now you're one of us, and we're going to protect you, and we're going to play you, and we're going to make you famous the best we can because we love your stuff. Um, and I just, you know, in looking through Twitter the last couple of days, I saw one of your tweets a couple of weeks back that you called this a guitar-shredding sick interview. We appreciate that. It's great stuff. <laughs> 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 like that funny art. I've been very excited for this. <laughs> oh, we're excited and, and to have you. Yeah, we have to. When we first, uh, you know, we do all kind of formats. We have all different kind of guests on. And Jewel's big thing when I brought her into the show was local music. And I said, hey, find local artists and see who's willing to come on. And she's been hitting home runs, and you are included. Your stuff is fantastic. We absolutely love your stuff. More people in Philly have got to <laughs> go you. see it. Um, absolutely. So, um, Let's paint a picture. A couple of years down the line, where do you hope to be? And there's any uh, artists you want to try and uh, maybe get on the road with? Mm. Um, a couple of years down the line, I'd love to honestly be on the road. You know, living that tour life and stuff. Um, yeah. I'd love to keep. I'd love to keep my home base here in Philly. I really do love it here in the city. Um, and I'd love to just kind of be going around and and playing music for a living. And literally, that's that's all I want to do, you know. That's that's really where my heart heart is, you know. So that would be that would be my goal, honestly. Um, I'd love to I'd love to play some like music festivals and stuff like that. Yeah. Just because, like, there's so many cool experiences there. Yeah, there's gotta be. Was, uh, you know, we... oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Oh no no, no go ahead. I said we have a we get. You know, we get musicians on here sometimes, and we like to ask about the craziest experiences they encountered on tour, on shows. Give us one very crazy thing that happened to Overwinter, just playing music or performing somewhere. Something really crazy happened to you that, you know, people just wouldn't believe unless they heard it right out of your mouth. <laughs> um, actually, literally my first performance ever as Overwinter was in the beginning of June this past year. Um, and I was actually up in Providence in Rhode Island and I'd never been up there before. It was like actually really cool. Like, you know, driving, driving for like six hours or so. And then suddenly seeing a city all the way. I was like, there's a city up there. All these people live up here. What? <laughs> but, <laughs> it was really cool. And like, I got to meet, you know, some of my friends who live, live up there. And, um, it was a really cool experience, but I'll distinctly remember I, I stayed at a hostel, which was actually a really cool experience, and I got to meet some really amazing people. But literally, the first night I was there, um, I'm I'm 90% sure I just saw someone either got get the bejesus beaten out of them, or possibly <laughs> may have gotten killed over a drug situation. And I was like, wow, "Well, welcome crap. to Providence." <laughs> Holy <laughs> shit! Man, <laughs> so what was he just like laying there? I was. In inside, and I heard everyone yelling outside, and there's this dude getting in a fist fight, and blah blah blah, and you know the girlfriend of the dude who I, I determined pretty quickly was was a dealer, um, was like you know like just let him go, just let him go. But of course the kid who was yelling at him like you know kept yelling at him, and they were beating him up and stuff like that. And I found out from one of my uh, hostel mates the next morning that apparently he got dragged into someone's house. So I don't know what happened, but <laughs> holy crap! Like, All right, we're uh. 
we're up in uh, we're up in New England now. I see uh, <laughs> they don't they don't take any uh, nonsense up here. Oh. <laughs> Jeez, and we think Billy's really right, Rhode Island. Island. <laughs> <laughs> like even living in Philly, I was just like, wow. <laughs> I know, right? First night here. <laughs> what is this? I'm not used to this. <laughs> I'm like, you know, maybe I'll just uh, maybe I'll just drive back down. <laughs> But you know what? That, Go home. That, that happened the same I kind didn't. of thing to me uh, because I, I went to school at Penn State, and you know I'm from Philly. I've lived in the you know scrappy neighborhood my whole life, and then I go to nice mm-hmm. old uni- University Park up in Penn State, and I see this kid all bloody and and knocked out in the gutter. I'm like, holy shit! <laughs> what oh, is happening? <laughs> That was oh, some no. uh, football game. Yeah, he got his head beaten in. I was like, oh, damn, still safer at home. <laughs> Jeez. Well, I thought he was going to be more polite up here. I guess not. <laughs> no, no, right? Nowhere is safe, so stop picking on Philadelphia people because you can go anywhere and get that kind of abuse. <laughs> yeah. All right, so <laughs> something we always do on the show is uh, a top five list. We pick all different kind of top five things. We're going to put you a little bit on the hook, and I want to know your top five all-time favorite artists over winter. Who are your top five favorites? You can go in any genre, any kind of music, top five, or even top no three. Pressure. Mm. No pressure. Let's see. Ooh, all right. Uh, top five. In the EDM category, I'm going to have to say Haywire, uh, who is a DJ but also plays live since and is very funky, and I love that. Um, cool. Let's see. That's one. Uh, Kasabian from England, they did, uh, what was it? They did Clubfoot. That was in a lot of like video games and stuff like that. Um, great, great band, alternative rock. Uh, let's see. I have to say the Yeah, Yeah, Yeahs because, um, nice. they're just, they're just the kind of band that I put on when I want to like run around in circles or like headbang in my car. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> love those. They're like my go-to just to be like, Yeah. <laughs> Um, let's see. Down to three, got two left. Hmm. and metric. <laughs> yeah, you know, I was trying. I was trying not to go for that because <laughs> I've already mentioned them so much. But yes, <laughs> they're awesome. Well, um, if you have others, you can say it too. Oh, that's tough though. Um, no, they're great. <laughs> I really, I really, really, really like Kendrick Lamar. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. Yeah. Just one of those dudes who's who's really talented and honest in his music, and I I really like that. Oh, that's tough. You know, I'm gonna leave I'm gonna leave Metric and Fantagram as like my number one combo. <laughs> so okay. okay. Good list. So. I like it. Yeah, yeah definitely. <laughs> well thought out and very good work. Uh, so let's hit up some things. Uh, you can check out Overwinter uh, in Flemington, New Jersey at the Flemington DIY on 90 Main Street on October 21st at 7 p.m. along with Joy Cleaver, Doggo, J.K. Lago, and the Vaughns. Uh, October 28th at the Temple Halloween Show. That's going to be a, that's got to be a good one. And uh, if you want to find out more from Overwinter, check her out on Facebook at Overwinter, uh, Twitter at Overwinter, and on Instagram Overwinter Music. Uh, Absolutely 110% pleasure having you on. We really appreciate it. We'd love to have you back. What do you think? Thank you very much for having me. Oh, absolutely. Thank you. Like Great. To get, yeah. We're going to um, – And 
I'm really yeah, gonna go try. I just want to tell her that I'm really gonna try to make that Jersey show. I have it on my calendar, and I'm really gonna try in my best power <laughs> because I want to get you live. I want you know a, a, a quick Q and A, and I want to tape uh, you live, and and hopefully you know put it on the Stoops YouTube channel. So I can't wait to see you Absolutely. perform. Yeah, thank you. Thank Absolutely. you thank so you much. much. You're great. <laughs> We are going to uh, we're going to let you go, and we're going to have the fans listening to the song "Not Mine" that's coming up next. Again, everybody, Overwinter, thank you so much for coming on, and great luck. And we'll see you out there in Philly. All right, thank you very much. All right, all talk right, soon. have a great night. All right, bye bye. Bye bye. A terrific, terrific interview with a very. Intelligent young lady as well. Overwinter, um, great talent, terrific music. She's got a passion for it. Very well spoken, very great singer. She's got a terrific, just all around persona and a great voice. Uh, what do you think? She's awesome. She's amazing. I'm such a fan. I'm more of a fan now than I, I have been. And we've been buds on social media. And I definitely, definitely want to uh, go to that show. That's um, not this Saturday. That's next Saturday in Flemington, New Jersey. So, yeah, I'm definitely trying to check that out. And, again, it's it's pretty simple. It's Overwinter, just like it sounds, O-V-E-R-W-I-N-T-E-R, Overwinter on Facebook, at Overwinter on Twitter, and on Instagram, Overwinter Music. Jewel, phenomenal job finding another fantastic local Philly artist. She's classy. She's sweet. She is dedicated, and she's got a great sound. We're going to get a little more of that sound next coming up. This one I love. It's the first song I got from Overwinter, and I absolutely love it. It's coming on a new EP, Condor, and it's a song called Not Mind. We're going to play it right here and be back in about 3 minutes and 30 seconds. Hang on, folks.
you know, we got to start doing that live from the studio because people got to feel the absolute buzz and vibe we get off of some of these local bands with new tunes. And that was tonight's guest, Overwinter, coming up on the new EP entitled Condor, the song Not Mine, Jewel. I love it. I love it. That's awesome. I'm such a fan of hers. I have been since I heard her, and that was the first song I heard. And I heard, like, a minute of it. I'm like, yes, yes, yes. This is up my alley all the way. Um, I, I just want to say the EP is not out yet. It will be out on Bandcamp on October 27th. So check that out, guys. You can download it, and she's just amazing. Check her out on Facebook and, and all that good stuff. Go see her live. She's amazing. Pleasure to yeah, have her on here. Absolutely. And, uh, you know, we bust on Blog Talk Radio a little bit about the studio, and the sound isn't perfect. It, it's better if you hear it and go out and check out sites like Bandcamp and uh, SoundCloud and you know, anywhere you got to find it to get it, find it because it's so good. It's unique. It's her own beats. She makes all her own music. Really, really great to have it tonight over winter. Thank you so much for coming on the stoop. Yay. It's 9.01. Yay, indeed. It's fantastic. It's 9.01. It's actually now 9.02. You know what that means. Time sure, it's a fan. Sure, it's a fan, <laughs> indeed. It's time that me and Jewel just get absolutely reckless. We say the damnedest things that come to our mind. Jewel insults people. I insult Jewel, and everybody has a grand good time. That's what we do here. I cursed way too much during her interview. I must have said damn and shit. And I was like, damn, I don't say this. And I probably just felt comfortable because she's like buddy and she <laughs> she's from Philly. So I was like, shit, damn hell. What the hell? <laughs> yeah, that's what but you know what it's all about, you know? <laughs> yeah, shit hits a van now for real. So yeah, you got absolutely, yeah. little ears. <laughs> don't listen. Cord your little ears. Do not let your children listen. <laughs> all right, so... Let's get back to some points of discussion, and Jewel threw this one past me, that Facebook and Instagram and users in some parts of the United States, Europe, Canada, are unable to access their accounts today as the uh, social networking website faced technical issues. 50% of the people reported having trouble logging in, while 40% complained that you know they totally blacked out, and you know 10% were just faced with pictures, problems with pictures, etc., this is where I kind of got this topic tonight of top five things you can't live without. What would people do today without Facebook and Instagram? And would they lose it? Would they freak out? Would you freak out, Jewel? People would definitely freak out. Um, I think the younger generation would freak out over Instagram and older over Facebook. And I wouldn't freak out because I, I would freak out because, you know, we depend on it a lot for our, our stoop, our blast, our shout-outs, our announcements. And, uh, yeah, that wouldn't be good if people couldn't find out what's happening on the stoop today, tomorrow, and the next day. So, yeah, I mean, it's no good. And you figure all the money these companies have, like, they should really fix their glitches. Yeah, you're you're somewhat susceptible to the world of computers. And, you know, not a lot of ways around it, but, you know, stuff does happen. Um and we're all susceptible to it. Would I freak out? Maybe a little bit. You know, you you kind of lose the aspect now to keep in touch with people. People don't know how to send letters, God forbid, or uh, 
pick up the phone and make a phone call. God forbid. Yeah, we rely on social media to keep up on people. So I'd have a minor freak out, a small meltdown. But I guess I'd have to learn how to communicate again with people. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, so, I mean, bringing people closer together. Jewel gives us this bit of information that the Nintendo Switch is stepping up its game this holiday season, debuting a horde of new games, Super Mario Odyssey and add-on to Zelda Breath of the Wild and uh, a whole list of games. Jewel, fire down the list of games because you're a little more familiar with this than I am. Tell the people what's coming out and uh, what it means to us. <laughs> There's a lot of games. I'll try to get through uh, most of them. Neon Chrome, Square Boy vs. the Bullies, Rogue Trooper Redux, The Jackbox, Don't Knock Twice, Splunker, Party Golf, Siberia, Just Dance 2018, that'll be good, Super Mario Odyssey, Monopoly for Nintendo Switch, Monster Jam, Sonic, there, there's two Sonics, there's Sonic Forces, uh, Epic, Episode Shadow and Sonic Forces regular, I guess. <laughs> and yeah. Lego Lego Marvel. Um I'm super pumped about Mario Odyssey and the add on for Breath of the Wild because I beat the game. It took me like almost six months to beat it. It's a really, really long game. Um I have the book. The book is like a Bible. It's so large and it was the best game I have ever, ever, ever played. I loved it. I love the freedom. It's like an open world. It's not like a straight-on Zelda game where you have to, like, beat this dungeon, beat that dungeon, beat the boss. Like, you can literally start the game and go beat the boss. It's really, really cool. You get a lot of freedom. There's beautiful artwork. And uh, Super Mario Odyssey is kind of like the same way where you have that freedom and you can, like, change into different animals. And I'm a Nintendo kid through and through. I love Sonic Mario. They're coming out with a Kirby game too and a Yoshi game, and that's that's what I played when I grew up. And um, yeah, I'm I'm like a, a half gamer because I love Mario and Zelda and all that, and that's pretty much all I play. Are you are you a fan of Mario? I uh, I am not a not that I'm not a huge fan of Mario. I've always enjoyed Mario. I was never really great at it. My wife is a Mario fiend, Super Mario and all that kind of stuff. She's great at it. Um, quick story, we went down every year we go down, like I said, to the Beer and Music Festival in Atlantic City, and one year they had a, a um, video game store there, if you will and my wife sits down and she starts playing uh, Super Mario and if you went all the way to the end you can win the system, well she's 30 minutes in she's got a crowd of people hovering around her cheering her on, and she stops in the middle and she's like, I'm done, and everybody freaked out <gasps> oh my god beer to be drank, you know and she's really good at it, um Nintendo, to me, um, is more of the memories. I mean, me being real little, you know, like people say, oh, Atari, and you're like, oh, yeah, I remember Atari. Uh, the newer generation remembers Mario, um, not Mario, remembers Nintendo games. For me, it was Tecmo Super Bowl and, uh, you know, Mike Tyson's Punch-Out and games like that. Mm-hmm. And people know Nintendo, and I know everything is big today around Sony PlayStation and Xbox, but for the gamer, the one I want to have fun and just get down and dirty with games. Nintendo wasn't overly thinking. The graphics weren't overly ridiculous. You played. You had fun. And now they're getting their uh, their name back out there. And I think Nintendo is going to... It's going to be a blast. This new system is going to be great. Uh, what's it around? $299, I think you said? Yeah, and it 
debuted in March along with Breath of the Wild, the Zelda game. And I didn't buy only because you could play the Zelda on the Wii U, which I went out and got a refurbished Wii U because I was playing that game the day it came out. So I was holding off because the Switch didn't have any games. So this holiday season, it has a bunch of games. And I guess I'm forced to buy it, especially because my daughter stepped on my Wii U pad and crushed it. And that crushed my soul. <laughs> so, um, so yeah, and it's cool about the Wii U and the Switch. Like, you can take it anywhere, especially the Switch. Switch is very portable. You can, like, take it on a bus and play the game. Like, the game actually downloads into it. So that's fantastic. That's pretty awesome. Um, yeah. Yeah, there's so, there's so many things out there and so many different systems to play. And I, I don't discourage video games. Some people have a knock on video games. I think it teaches uh, kids some hand-eye coordination and some competitiveness. I never had a problem with video games. Um, my parents agreed, and I grew up to be, you know, 50% normal and 50% nuts. But, you know. Yeah. <laughs> you know. Yeah, but, but my, my daughter knows how to play. She's three years old, and she plays, like, Mario Kart. It's unbelievable. She's going to be kicking my ass in like a year. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, kids kids catch on fast. Young kids definitely catch on fast. Um, Damn, it's just amazing. And like I said, I look forward to more systems coming out. Yeah. So here's one, and this makes me chuckle. Um, Justin Bieber. The Biebs, <laughs> as we know him. I'm oh, sorry, the dog got in the studio and he wants to be heard. Uh, not right now. The Beast. He had a recent sit-down with the likes of Adam Sandler and David Spade. You know, that's your aficionados of acting. Uh, he wants people to take him seriously as an actor. Number one, you know, what do you think of the whole actor-musician crossover? Number two, if you want to be serious as an actor, wouldn't you go to somebody besides David Spade and Adam Sandler? <laughs> yeah, what's he trying to do? I don't get it. Is he trying to be, like, funny? Because... He's really not funny. I've seen him in, like, cameos on movies. I'm not sure which movies, but he's not funny. And I think he's just reaching at this point. Like, he's like, people, just please like me. Uh, I don't think Adam Sandler can save him either because his movies have not done well <laughs> recently. So, uh, yeah. Aren't, aren't you a fan of the Beebs? I know you love them. Uh, yeah, I love the Beebs. I've got his posters and his music. It just covers the studio, and I get down with the Beebs. No, seriously, that's awful. Uh, I just don't understand why. I mean, he's pretty famous and pretty well-known. you think he can get acting uh, lessons from anybody? Or just get parts. Yeah, exactly. Um, anything. I mean, get a part. Anything. <laughs> But uh, yeah, yeah Adam Adam Sandler and David Spade famous for like Joe Dirt, but you know we I'm not big on the, the musician actor crossover. Like I don't think anybody should just get it like a free free crack at just because they they sang. Um, it was disastrous for some. Mariah Carey was dreadful. Um, you know. <laughs> but then people people do it right. Like personally, I don't think Jennifer Lopez is a great singer, but she's a great actress. And uh, Jared Leto, Jared Leto does both, and I think he's great at both. He's, he he's pretty believable. Is. Yeah. Yeah. Thirty Seconds to Mars is um, a band that I enjoy. I like their music, and um, mm-hmm. 
So yeah, he he does good with the crossover, and he, he's a good actor, and uh, he's just an all-around uh, famous fellow, and he does really good. Yeah. But it, it's not for everybody. It's definitely not for everybody. Um, so mm-hmm. take acting lessons if you want to become an actor. Don't ask other actors, hey, can I be an actor? How about you take some lessons and try to do it right? I, I don't see him doing the work for that. Not me neither. I mean, our phone rings off the hook. We're on the stoop, and they try and get us in movies all the time. And I tell them, yeah, take a back seat, one thing at a time. Let's do stoop, and then maybe we'll do some <laughs> movies if you're lucky. We'll get now, there. things, we'll get there. We'll get there. Speaking of things we do and things we do so well, we're going to do and bring to you another episode of the one and only What's on Your Playlist. And there, of course, is the theme song to What's on Your Playlist. What we do, we go to our music library. We pick five songs at random. We tell you what the song is. We tell you what the song means to us, a little background story behind it, or just a little shit-shooting about said song, what have you. It's always exciting, and it's a game that we score. Uh, Usually, uh, we've done, what, 13, 14 episodes together here on The Stoop? And I am 13 or 14 and 0. I blow Jewel out every time. Uh, I think this is a... (laughs) 16, so get your facts straight. <laughs> 16. Well, then I'm, I'm I'm officially 15 and now. Thank you very much. All right, so Ooh. let's kick it off. I will start tonight. Since I let Jules start off the top five, I will start out. And, um, oh, Jesus. I'm going to play a little snippet. And then ballsy. stop it. So I'm going to get copyright. <laughs> yeah, no ball. Apparently copyright infringement. Kick start my heart by the one the only the newly retired Motley Crue um, these guys have so many great intros to their songs I mean and always a great riff or a bass or a drum or something but always got great lead-ins and their songs always pick me up very enjoyable exciting band um, their song Without You was my wedding dance song it's a great song I love it and I sang it and I cried a little bit but I don't cry to kickstart my heart. That gets me amped. It gets me excited. And that's uh, my first entry on what's on your playlist. Drew, what do you got? What is your first selection? A song that you may cry to. All I Ask by Adele. Uh, I get the feels. I get all the uh, No, it's a great song. I love Adele. Love, love, love. And it reminds me of an upcoming guest we have. I won't give her name away, but she does an excellent rendition of this song. So that's probably why it's on my playlist. Guys, you're going to love this girl. I'm so excited to announce her. And it's going to be super fantastic, scrumdillyumptious. So, number five. I don't know. I'm just making shit up. Scrumdillyumptious is a it's a Ned Flanders from The Simpsons. Is that scrumdillyumptious? <laughs> Something like that. But uh, you get me. Just got the, um, you know, we, we thanked over winter on uh, social media, and uh, we got the big three hearts, so she loved it. She had a great time Aww. here. We had a great time with her. So a big thank you again. If she's still listening in, thank you for coming on. Music was great. All right. Thank you, thank so, you. Thank you, thank you. So here's one, uh, a, a band that seemed to get a lot of play on what's on my playlist. Um Queen, Queen and David Bowie. The song is Under Pressure, and um, it's a good tune. It's a good compilation. Like it's a little Bowie, a little Queen, hard to go wrong there. Um, and, of course, the great 
singer that I love so much, Freddie Mercury. Um, I, I just love it. I love Queen. Uh, I wanted to try and get to see them. They're, they're still around with Adam Lambert now. Uh, I heard it's a fantastic show. Did not get to see it when it recently passed through town, but I'd like to get a chance to see that. I love the music of Queen and Under Pressure, a very popular song. Um, and, of course, the battle mm-hmm. raised on with, uh, yeah, Vanilla Ice and the Ice Ice Baby. And, uh, it's no, not man. The same Mine didn't. Yeah, he makes a ding, 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 ding. ding. Yeah, was so... Oh, goodness. So what's next? What do you got? <laughs> um, ooh. Another Halloween favorite. This is Amy Lee from Evanescence with Sally's song from Nightmare Before Christmas. Yes. Excellent. I love this whole album. And I think I messed up my my selection last time because I said uh, Korn did This Is Halloween, but it was actually Marilyn Manson. Korn does um, the other song, Oh, Kidnap the Santa Claus. But Amy Lee does a great sad rendition of Sally's song and it's absolutely beautiful um Catherine O'Hara originally sung it and I didn't know this but I was looking at they had a, a Nightmare Before Christmas live in Hollywood about two years ago guess who does the other little kid's voice I know you don't know <laughs> but it, it, Paul Rubin Paul Rubin did the other really? little, the, the minion yeah along with uh, Catherine O'Hara with the kidnap the Santa Claus so they did it live together and it was so cool. I put it on my Facebook and yeah, it was great. So check it out. Absolutely. Yeah, it's it's that time of year again for uh such movie. <laughs> <laughs> All right, next up and speaking of Marilyn Manson, he was on what's on my playlist last week, he's on it again this week. Disposable Teens. A terrific song. It's got a, a great Opening lyric, he's a black rainbow, he's an eight-ball god. He's got a face that's made for violence and porn. Hmm. He's a teen distortion, he survived abortion, he's a rebel from the waist down. That's very Marilyn manson That's deep, crazy shit right there. And uh, only the way he can do it, only the way he can bring it, Disposable Teens, a terrific song. Um, Such a Manson fan, as I said over and over again. And um, that is my third installment. Did you see that new thing with him and Johnny Depp, the Satan thing? No, I have not. Yeah, he's coming out with, like, a new music video, and Johnny Depp's, like, the angel, and he's Satan. It looks pretty creepy. So you might want to check that out. (laughs) Okay, number three. Hmm. Okay, Eddie Vedder, hide your love away. I love this version of this song. Yes. Everyone sings along, and it's just a great time. I love Eddie Vedder. It's really, it's just a good song. Hide Your Love Away by the Beatles. So, yeah, if you haven't heard it, check out Eddie Vedder's, Eddie Eddie Vedder's, Eddie Vedder's version of that song. Yeah, he does. Um, they do great renditions. Pearl Jam does great covers. Eddie Vedder does good covers. Um, they do a lot of covers. They kind of like they they maybe pay homage to um, you know bands that they got inspired by. And um, I, I love it. I love they do Who stuff uh, really good. And they do everybody really good. So mm-hmm. hats off to that one. That's a good selection. It's uh, something a little obscure that we'd not expect. Um, 
Next for me, here's a band that I kind of miss, and they just kind of fade away, although their lead singer is coming into town uh, on his own. It's, uh, of course, Billy Corgan and the Smashing Pumpkins. The song is Disarmed uh, from Siamese Dream. Uh, a little bit of a twist from the usual Jeff stuff, I'm sure. Um, this is a great song, and it's a very good album that a lot of people may not have you know, really got to love and or may have forgotten about, like I said, as the whole Smashing Pumpkins thing's faded away. But uh, check out the album if you get a chance, if you haven't done it in a while. Siamese Dream, and the song is Disarm. Terrific. I've seen him live. Um, a little staticky, but, but a good band live. And uh, we missed the Smashing Pumpkins. Did you see them when they first came to town? Like, not, in the 90s? Uh, I'm not quite... I don't remember when, but I did see it. I remember being a little kid, and my sister went to that show. And I remember being across... We were on the art museum steps, and they were giving out free packs of gum, and Icebreakers was the new gum. But <laughs> it, it's random story, but my sister was at the Smashing Pumpkins concert and I thought when I was a little kid that they were just smashing actual pumpkins. Okay, number two. <laughs> uh Fleetwood Mac, Silver Spring. Silver Spring, my favorite. Oh, I'm gonna kill my fish. Okay. Yeah. Great song. <laughs> Everyone just sings along to that song the same. They're they're two good party songs that I play at my parties. I'm very much looking forward to your party playlist at your Halloween party. I'm going to try and um, trying to find like Halloween-esque type songs. It gets a little funky at my Halloween party because upstairs is uh, my wife and, and their friends, and they like to play more of the uh, some hip-hop, some, some dance and that kind of stuff. And I try to get downstairs and get a little louder, a little rowdier. So you're going to get a little bit of both. You're going to get the best of both worlds. Um, Yay! Yeah, so we like fun. all kind of music around here. I love it. Oh, it's a great time. You should, you should check out the, the Halloween playlist. Like I said, with Marilyn Manson and Corn uh, and Amy Lee. That's, that's good Halloween music. I like it. <laughs> All right, uh, my last song tonight, and I'm telling you, 100% random. This did not happen on purpose. Is the song entitled "Living Like a Runaway" by Lita Ford. Uh, Lita, of course, is supposed to be with us Monday. Is supposed to return here on the 23rd. We certainly do hope so. But Living Like a Runaway, um, some of her newer stuff, a true talent. We know how great she is. Uh, and this is just vintage Lita Ford. There's also a name of her book, Living Like a Runaway. Um, and it's a goodie. It's definitely worth checking out. Um, we love it. We love Lita Ford here. So that, that's an easy one. And that's, uh, that's my five. And uh, Jewel's going to bring us one more. That's a great list. Okay, this is a guy called Murs, and it's Murs Day, and it's backed by none other than Ninth Wonder with the Ninth Wonder beat. Um, he collaborated with Ninth Wonder, and uh, yeah, you'll find that all up and down my playlist. He's probably one of my favorite producers. So Murs, it's really vibey, and it reminds me of Overwinter. That's my number one. Oh yeah. Okay. Hmm. Cool. Tie tie it all in. Tie it all in. Bring it in. Absolutely. It does it does tie it all in. <laughs> uh, so I'm gonna look and you know of course I'm gonna uh, win again tonight. But you did a good job. <laughs> okay. So we're gonna run down the list again. 
on tonight's starts. I got uh, Kickstart My Heart by Motley Crue, Under Pressure by Queen, Disposable Teens, Marilyn Manson, Disarmed by the Smashing Pumpkins, and Lita Ford's Living Like a Runaway. That, to me, sounds like a winning list. Jewel um, brought us some Adele, which is always fun and, and joyful. Marvelous. Uh, Sally song by Amy Lee, just in time for the Halloween season. Perfect. Hide Your Love Away by Eddie Vedder, the cover. Hey, you got to hide your love away. Very good cover <laughs> by Eddie Vedder. Um, Silver Spring by Fleetwood Mac. And the gentleman by the name of Mers, collaborating with uh, Ninth Wonder, Mers Day. Good stuff. Awesome. Yeah. Awesome. I, you know, I love what's on my playlist. And uh, you always come up with something very unique every week. And, you know, you kind of hope that it delivers this point like people listen and say, I wonder what that is. And they listen to it and they start to enjoy it. Kind of like we do here with our live acts. So uh, yeah. we're here for it. We're, we're here to bring you all the good stuff. Lots and lots and lots and lots of good stuff on the way, too. And I'm telling you, we are packing them in. October, busy. November, busy. Get out your pen and your paper. Write them down. We're going to fire out some dates at you and things we got coming on. Of course, tonight we had the amazing Philly act over winter. Monday night, October 16th, we bring to you soap opera legend Kate Linder from Young and the Restless. She's going to be on our show. We're going to talk some soap operas. We're going to talk some charity work she does. We're going to talk about her just being wonderful and a long-time, long-standing, great actress of soap operas. October 18th, again, mark down the calendars. Get yourself ready because we are premiering brand new music from the amazing Lilith in the Night. That's right, Lilith Woo! herself. Woo-woo, indeed, Lilith herself will be here live from London, England. We're going cross-country here, and she's going to bring you a brand new song. We're going to debut it before it comes out. It comes out October 20th. It comes out on the stoop. October 18th, around 8.30, 9 o'clock, and that kind of range. Lilith is going to be here. We're going to debut a brand new song for one of my favorite actresses. October 25th, speaking of favorites from Shameless, my favorite show, Mr. Steve Howie is going to be on. Big Kev from Shameless. He's going to be on. He's going to be funny. He's going to be informative, and he's going to be great. He's an excellent guest. We can't wait to have him here. October 30th, our Halloween show with Sagan Amory from the band Hail Sagan. She's the lead singer. If you haven't seen her, find her on Facebook. Sagan Amory, beautiful, unique, tattoos, awesome. One badass chick, and she loves Halloween. She calls herself Miss Halloween, and she's going to be here celebrating with us on the 30th. November 1st, Natalie Sharp got a brand-new show coming out on the Audience Channel with Jason Alexander. Kind of like a Partridge Family kind of show. Looks funny. She's beautiful. That should be great. Natalie Sharp on the first. Running out of breath. There's so many to announce. we still got to keep going on here. November 6th, we go back to the Philly music scene, back to the hard-hitting great sounds of Sheena and the Nosebleeds. Sheena herself will be on, and she will give us some tunes to play. She'll talk about her music and the Philly scene. We look forward to that. November 8th, we got a show for you. That's right. We're going to go with something a little different. We work with a lot of PR people. We're going to get the inside scoop from public relations from the amazing Rachel Dares. Rachel brings us a lot of her acts. Uh, she does new stuff um, with touring, and uh, she flies all over the world, and, and she PR. She's she just got so much great stuff. Yeah, go ahead. Oh, she just got that mention in the Huffington Post. I'm so proud of her. 
Yeah, mentioned the Huffington Post. That's big time stuff there. They they deliver the, the hard hitting stuff, and that's awesome. And Rachel is amazing. You know, she never lets you down. She's always informative, quick with emails. She's got a great client list. Uh, she is a hustler. She's got a great client list building. We've had some of them here on the stoop, so we're looking forward to talk to her. And she's in. She wants to actually get in front of the camera for a change instead of being behind the scenes. November 13th, ladies, get yourself ready. Josh Server will be on the stoop from all that. And every time I say that name, Jewel gets that big smile on her face and does that little wiggle. He's going to be here November 13th on the stoop. November 15th, a new announcement. Jewel going at it again, finding amazing artist, singer Taylor Gale. This girl is cool. She's got a great look. She's got some great sounds. She is worth listening to. Check her out. Before she comes on the stoop, check out uh, Taylor Gale. She's got some songs uh, on Apple Music, and I was listening to it today. I absolutely love it. That's on the 15th. On the 20th, we go back with more music. Bella Alice will be on the show. She'll be on the stoop. Bella Alice, more great music. Check her out as well. Checking it out today as well. Right after Jules sends you the stuff, and I jump right on it, and it's worth it. You know, I always pick on her. During what's on, her, on your playlist, but the girl really brings some good music. Julie, you do a great job. You find great artists for the stoop, and we definitely appreciate that. And then one more to announce, November 27th. Now, remember, dates will still fill up, so we'll uh, keep you informed as they, as they fill up. But um, November 27th, a lovely young actress, Alyssa Jarrells, hot up-and-coming. She's a Disney star. A lot of followers. People like her stuff. A great look. She's going to be here on the stoop. Did I forget anybody, Jewel? No. We have uh, someone in the works, but yeah, I'm super excited for Taylor and Bella. Uh, they're so amazing. Um, Taylor was the one I said did that Adele cover of All I Ask, and Bella wails, and I'm so excited to have her on. They're just both phenomenal singers, and yeah, they're going to be great. I'm so excited they're going to be on the stoop. Yeah, some great acts. Like I said, I think I started running out of breath announcing everybody, so I kind of hope that uh, <laughs> you'll say, hmm, who was that again? And then go out and listen to the replay and, and write it down. i got a calendar just full of names and, and places and things, and it's going to be great. We do things great here on the We have amazing guests. We've had some amazing guests for the last couple of weeks, Jennifer Taylor, Elizabeth Ho, and Bart Chateau, and like I said, um, we're going to not really announce Lita Ford on the 23rd. We're going to hold that off just in case she can't make it. She's got a lot going on right now. We're going to try and bring you back Lita Ford on the 23rd. But in case it doesn't happen, we don't want to uh, we don't want to amp you up too much. It's, it's good enough to get me and Jewel, but you know, to think of getting Lita also, that's, that's, that's big stuff. <laughs> huge. That's huge stuff right there. As uh, Jewel sits there and shakes her head convincingly. Great what? stuff. I'm not. I'm not even saying anything. No, I know. We, you know, we had this talk before the show started. <laughs> I was telling you something, and guys, listen to me for a minute here. Guys out there, I got the, yeah, don't give me the face. I got the blow-off. <laughs> guys, they're saying something to Jewel or describing something, and she said, mm, yep, okay. <laughs> Is there anything worse than when a woman says, you? Mm-hmm, yep, okay? <laughs> I mean, I would have rather busy. had her say, yeah, busy. I would have rather had her say, fuck you, then, mm-hmm, yeah, okay. <laughs> because at least I know exactly where she's coming from, and she's not trying to candy coat. But, and, like, I said to her, I'm like, you're like my wife. Mm, yeah, uh-huh, okay. What did I just say? I know what you said. Leave me alone. At least I give you yeah. an answer. Don't, like, tune you out 
like you do. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Tune you out. Well, sometimes. You know, it is a you know that social media thing. It starts to blow up. People start sending you messages, and you try to read and and do the show at the same time. You want to find out what people are saying about the show, and it gets all good reviews. And uh, my friends out there that listen, thank you. My enemies that listen, thank you. And uh, everybody in between, <laughs> thank you for listening to the Stoop Radio Show. We're we're not going away. We're here. We're in your face. Might as well pop on your uh, social media, your iPad, your iPhone, your Galaxy, your your, your everything. Anywhere you can play us, play us. Because we're not going away. We're worth listening to. We're great. I'm funny as shit. Jewel has her moment. You can listen to famous. Oh. Oh. Listen to famous Jewel Tatey rants. I'm gonna make a. I'm gonna make a CD of that. Rant? Stoops I don't hit. rant. Jewel Tatey rants. You rant sometimes. Jeez, I don't rant. Sometimes you know what I did do though. Jesus. Oh, uh, but no, you know what I did yesterday. I didn't get a full playback of the stoop. So you know what I did. I went to the gym and I worked out to the stoop, <laughs> and I listened, and oh. it was great. I was laughing, I was crying, I was getting the feels, and uh, it got me through my workout. So that that could be your um, aspiration into celebrity dumb. Just just get on that treadmill and, and listen to yourself talk. You're like, damn, I gotta do better. I gotta do better. <laughs> yeah, I tend to listen to myself uh, in the replays uh, first thing in the morning as I'm driving to work, and you know that's depressing because this should be a full time <laughs> job, and it's not. And I'm like, ah, oh, listen to Nico, and ah, oh, listen to Jewel, and listen to the guests, and listen to music, and it's so great. And then I go to the hell that is the real world. But soon enough, soon enough, the stoop is going to be all over. I'm going to be all up in your face, and you're going to be like, ah, where have these people been hiding all these years? Yep, yep, we're making moves, making moves, making things happen. Making things happen, making moves, folks. We have got to start filling up December as well. Um, holiday season, of course, coming upon us. Uh, we've got Halloween. Thanksgiving is coming up. Christmas, New Year's. Season gets busy. Joel, which one of the four are your favorite? Halloween, New Year's, Christmas, Thanksgiving? My favorite? Yeah, which one is your favorite? Or do you like another holiday? Like, What's your favorite holiday? Halloween. Halloween, hands down. I love Halloween. I, I really... Halloween's my definitely favorite um, because I could just focus on my costume and giving out candy. Like, Christmas is so hectic. I like Christmas Day, but leading up to Christmas is just so draining. So I love Halloween. Halloween's my favorite. Uh, second up is Easter. I love Easter. What, what are your favorites? Really? Yep. Uh, I yep. got to tell you, Easter is um, it's a unique choice. You know, I hear a lot of people come out and say, oh, I like Easter, but that's good. I like that. It's uh, <laughs> very springtime. You know, I love Halloween. Uh, I like Thanksgiving. I'm, I'm, a, I'm a turkey guy, and I don't eat it all through the year. I wait and I don't. It's not that I don't like that lunch meat stuff. I like turkey, like the real deal. And uh, this year, I think uh, the wife and I are actually stepping out this year and, and attending a friend's house, which I never did all the years. My parents were alive. It was always you know keep tight to the family. But this year, I think we're going to step out. The uh, lovely family that I mentioned before with their anniversary, the joints, uh, invited us over. Uh, for Thanksgiving, regular uh, old Irish Thanksgiving, I told him I'm going to bring all my Italian meats and cheeses for appetizers. So that'll be a <laughs> that'll be nice. a fun thing. Um, you don't I love you don't Christmas. eat fish, do you? 
Did no, that fish? was um, we used to do oh, that Christmas, around Christmas. Right? Right, that's Christmas Eve. Uh, we used to do it at, at relatives' houses. Uh, we would do seven fishes. I remember um, my father would always make a big, giant fish, and we'd also make a bunch of little uh, lox cream cheese and bagels. Um, you know, so it was nice. We used to bring that over as well, and, uh, and good family memories. Um, I like a lot of holidays, uh, but I like those ones where people get together, like Christmas. New Year's Eve is, is always a big one of mine. If I can find a party to go to, I like to get down. Um I don't know if you ever noticed uh, or you can tell, but I'm the kind of guy who likes to get a maybe a drink or two and maybe get a little silly. <laughs> no, you? I can't see it. I, I know, right? I swear by it. I know it's hard to believe it. It actually has happened at least once in my lifetime. <laughs> so, you know, the holidays are coming up, and that's always a reason to celebrate. Speaking of holidays, and this is something I, you know, I promised I would say on the air. Um, and it's something that we do every year. My uh, friend, Mr. CJ Joint, and I came up with this a couple years back. It started out as just me and him in his kitchen. And we were drinking holiday beers and we were eating miscellaneous appetizers. And uh, we decided to turn it into a yearly tradition. And now it's on our sixth year. We do it the Saturday before Thanksgiving. November 18th is the date this year. And it's the not too shabby jingle balls and liquor holiday event. Uh, he loves it. I love it. It's a chance for us to get together with several people and we share Christmas beers and holiday beers. A lot of people bring beer. A lot of people bring food. Uh, pigs in a blanket is always big. We do wings. We do hoagies. It's, it's a great time. It kind of kicks out the holiday. Uh, and every year it gets bigger and bigger. And every year his wife threatens to... Uh, and his life, if it gets any bigger. And this year, it's already <laughs> pushing probably about 50 people. So if you're listening out there, <laughs> we're pushing maybe like <laughs> probably like 50 people. So it's going to be an absolute mess, but it's a great time. And, uh, and it's something we do here. Um, That's so fun. We, Oh, it's such a great time. Like I said, it started with two guys. It turned into like six people the following year. Then it turned into like 15 and then like 40. And now it's up to like... The numbers are out of control. We're going to need a second house yeah. to hold all these people. <laughs> I'm going to get an invite. That sounds like a blast. <laughs> you know what? I, I'm going to try and get you on the guest list because uh, you have become like family oh, to me. Thanks. You know, and I like celebrating. I like celebrating with you, and I like drinking with you, and it's a lot of fun. Yay. Yay. I said in my high voice. Um, <laughs> I know we see each other on Monday and Wednesday night, and, you know, we get off the air, and, you know, we take off the headphones, we look at each other, and Jewel says, I am so sick of your face. <laughs> Usually after the Wednesday show. The Monday show, she's nice because she knows Wednesday, we've got to come back and do it again. So after Monday, she's like, well, that was really good. I'll see you Wednesday. And after Wednesday, and she knows she's got like four days off, she's like, oh, my God, I can't wait to get away from your face. And she gives me the finger, and she throws shit at me, and it's a grand old time. Nah, seriously, we, uh, you know, we, we build a nice rapport. Again, I, I know I say it a lot. I gush a lot here about Jewel and the amazing work she does. She works very hard to find acts, to do research, um, and she's amazing, and I'm, I'm blessed. I'm really blessed to have her, and uh, this is what we love, and, you know, over winter was on the night talking about, you know, her music becoming her dream and wanting it to be her career, and, and I agree. I could do this. I could do this seven days a week. Well, maybe six days a week. You know, give me totally. a break. <laughs> or five. It's five, but we, we do do it seven days a week, you know? Like, we're we're texting each other every day with updates and, and who's coming on and who's doing this and what's hot, what's new, what's the news. So, yeah, we do do it every day. Um, 
sometimes Jeff will text me and he's like, yo, what, what are you doing? I'll be like, send him text. He's like, go the hell to bed. It's over. It's done. <laughs> but no, I love it. And uh, yeah, it's just, it, it's great. And it's, it's not like work to me. It's just a huge passion of mine. And I'm, I'm so happy to be doing it. Yeah, I agree. And I thank you for that. And I agree with the full heart. And you're right. It is kind of like a seven day a weeker. Uh, we send out notifications to a bunch of PR people. Jewel does a ton of homework on local acts and bands. You know, we get the, um, the scoop. We, you know, you watch TV and you read your internet and your news on a different level now, don't you? Like every little thing you hear, you're like, wait a minute, is this something? Yeah. Is this something to talk about? Yeah. You know, every little piece. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, you know, and I'm, I'm ignoring the Eminem thing. I know it's eating Jewel alive, but we're not going to give ah, bashing. Uh, we're not giving President bashing any any love here on the stoop. I know you're a big Eminem fan. Um, we'll let that blow over. We'll we'll see what that. Can we just talk about his beard? How about how about just his beard? How about that? <laughs> you talk about his beard? beard. It looks like somebody took a. Yeah, it looks like somebody somebody took a shit on his face. It's horrible. <laughs> Yeah, it's kind of scrappy. He doesn't grow a nice beard. Mike Mike grows a great beard, a nice, thick, full beard. Eminem, not so much. And I thought it would be blonde for some reason. But uh, I don't know. I'm not digging the beard. Maybe he needs to let it grow in more. You thought Eminem's beard would be blonde? Yeah, right? No? You're not surprised by that. (laughs) No, he, he has dark hair. He just dyed it blonde. Oh well, yeah. Well, I, okay, that makes sense. His like book, his book was called Dirty Blonde. So maybe he had yeah. blonde hair as a child, and then it grew up, and it was dark. <laughs> maybe. <laughs> I dye my hair flesh colored, um, so it looks like a bald head. Wow. <laughs> you like that? that. Now, that's actual hair. I mean, it's dyed. <laughs> dyed flesh colored. <laughs> a lot of great stuff we had a great time here tonight um you know we're gonna do um we're gonna pay the respect to our guest that comes on i know we played it once we're gonna play a song again from everwinter one more time we think joey want to hear a song one more time yes i do all right we are going to come back one more time with a song from overwinter again this is one of her biggies it's a song called Not Mine. I love the beat of it. I can't get tired of it. And it's for people who may be joining us right here at the end who like to hear Jewel say bye-bye. <laughs> <laughs> so this is for all you people again. Overwinter, the song is Not Mine. We'll play it one more time here on the stoop before we send you out. We'll be back in about three and a half.
Tonight's guest, Overwinter, with the song Yay. Not Mine and the um, album, the EP, is Condor, coming out soon. Excellent. I want to thank her again for coming on. I want to thank all of you for joining us. Don't forget, tons of big, big, big shows coming up on the stoop. Lots more music. So listen in. You're going to start, we're going to start introducing you to some new bands and some new singers. We're going to get stuff for you to learn and listen and love. And one day you'll be hanging out with your friends and be like, what's on your playlist? And you're going to hear, like, um, this stuff. You're going to hear, like, uh, Overwinter. And you're going to hear... Um, uh, I forgot Molly Rhythm. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot the name. Sorry, Molly Rhythm. Sheena the Nosebleeds. Uh, Sheena the Nosebleeds. You're going to start hearing these bands. They're going to be on your playlist. And you're going to be like, well, where'd you hear that from? And you're going to say The Stoop. And you're going to be like, oh, yeah, I know The Stoop. And then everybody's going to be listening. And their friends are going to be listening. And they're going to be playing it in church. Well, no, probably not. <laughs> our, our church. Dirty potty, yeah, our dirty potty mouse do not belong in church. Um, no. No, it really doesn't. But, you know, <laughs> we're good for our format. You know, where you can find us here at blogtalkradio.com. And you can also find us, uh, The Stoop Radio 1 on Twitter, uh, The Stoop Radio Network on Facebook, Jeff Perini on Facebook, or uh, Jeff the Shark on Twitter, Joel Tatey, everywhere. Joel Tatey, give us some some addresses. Are you Jeff the Shark on Twitter? (laughs) I don't even know anymore. You're JP (laughs) Shark, because I I type it in like every day. Yes. Well, I'm Very hard to find. But I am it's not easy. hard to find. I'm, I'm Jewel Tatey. Jewel Tatey on uh, Facebook. <laughs> Jewel Tatey on Twitter. Jewel Tatey on Instagram. I'm trying to get back on Snapchat, but I'm also Jewel Tatey on that because no one has my name. Thank God. You're welcome. T E T I Tatey. Yes. You're Italian. <laughs> yes. Not Teddy. Not Teddy. I thought it was Teddy. Good thing I asked before we officially kicked yeah. off. People, the th- up with people think it's a lot of different things. It's all right. It's all right. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. I, I'm trying to think of one. <laughs> trying to think of one of those other it was all my report card. Do you believe that? It was all my report card when I was like in fifth grade. How embarrassing. T.I. T.I. Horrible. Horrible, horrible. Jewel <laughs> Teddy. <laughs> oh, Jesus. There it is. I'm done. Good night. Oh, my God. Now, that's a send-off. This is Joel Titty. Good night. <laughs> Damn it. I get that. I needed Shut that it. right there. Yeah, I definitely needed that. So, yeah, I'm off tomorrow, folks. I'm off tomorrow for my day gig, so we're going to be doing more stoop stuff and trying to locate more great guests and more great music, and more great topics, and all that great stuff. And maybe we'll make this studio pretty. Maybe I'll clean the studio tomorrow. What do you think? A little vacuum to it, clean it up in here a little bit. It needs it. Sheesh. No, I'm just playing. (laughs) (laughs) You know, you're supposed to be the woman around here, and a woman's place is cleaning and cooking. No, I'm kidding. (laughs) Whoa. You know, it's International Girl Day. You shouldn't be saying that. Oh yeah, you you're definitely right there. Um Stay the girl. I was you know, being so nice earlier and said the one thing in life I can't live without is my wife and you know, she wasn't too far behind. She came crashing into the studio and said, I'm listening and it makes me feel good. Oh. <laughs> she is uh my other half. She says I'm the I'm her rock and I'm her calm one, but you know, it goes fifty fifty. Sometimes she calms me down too. Oh. That's so nice. It is nice. I mean, she's a saint putting up with this 
nonsense, as Jewel will uh, let you know. <laughs> All right, That's so fine. let's pack it in. Let's get this hump there with. Uh, don't forget, people, tomorrow night, our Philadelphia Eagles taking on the Carolina Panthers. I got to tell you, a massive, massive game. Carolina has been uh, kicking ass 4 and 1, as are our Eagles 4 and 1. I'm not going to make the fearless prediction because I don't want to root for or against uh, here on the stoop, but I'm just going to say, go Eagles. Pulling for the Eagles. We'd like to come back. You know, I'd like to come on the show Monday and say our 5-1 and one Eagles. So we're sticking with that. We're sticking with that. Yes. Yes. 5-1. 5-1. I want to be 15-1. I want to win the goddamn Super Bowl. So oh, yeah. um, real quickly, if my wife is still listening, tomorrow night um, will be a perfect time to frequent Wings to Go because I could do some Wings for the football game. Some wings That'd be awesome. Beer. That'd be pretty awesome. I like Wings. I think I'm going to have me some Charlie's Pizza during tomorrow's game. Oh, now that. Mm, that itches. That'd be great. I mean, that, that scratches the itch. Mm, baby. Great stuff. Uh, that's going to come up soon on the stoop. Top five Philadelphia pizza places. Yes. <laughs> Definitely. Like it. it should. It should. We should. It's another, I mean, you know, when the website finally gets official and we clarify things, we're going to be doing a lot of silly little things. We're going to get together and do silly things. Like show up at pizza places and cheesesteak places and bars and more, and more videos coming your way just you wait <laughs> yeah videos that's just what you need seeing the, <laughs> us in action it's it's more fun than it sounds like and it sounds like we have a great time but it's actually more fun than it sounds like we are we're a blast we blasty blast um and it's funny because I used to always pick on this, and I'll do it again. I'm not afraid to pick on things. That god awful throwing shade show. Have you ever seen the show Throwing Shade? No. On what? No, it it's on TV Land. Um, I guess it's off for the season, and they started out kind of like us with uh, internet radio, and they got discovered, and then they were on Funny or Die, and then TV Land picked up their show. It's dreadful. So if they can do it. I'm well inspired because we blow them away. Yeah, I'm going to have to check that out. See who our competition is. Check it out. And after the first three minutes, when you're sick of it, you'll turn it off much like I did. Um, yeah, it, it's pretty bad. Kind of like the bottom of that drink. Ugh. Oh, it's so gross. It's so gross. It's so gross. All right. Guess so what it is. Bring it in. We're going to bring it in to this lovely – guess what it is? Was it vodka? And? Oranges? It's freaking mango. Mango vodka? Oh, I hate mango. It's like mango pineapple and like Diet Coke. Oh, God, it sounds disgusting. I wouldn't know because as always, I'm sitting on the other side and I don't get treats. <laughs> the show starts and right before the show starts, here's people handing Jewel all kind of stuff. You know, she's got her little, uh, <laughs> her little roadie team here taking care of business. Not good I've stuff. I'm taking care of myself. All right. So remember, Monday night, starting at 8 o'clock with Young and the Restless star, Kate Linder. Can't wait. So for the amazing, the wonderful, the beautiful, the smart, the talented, crazy, wild, fun-loving, sailor mouth, Jewel Tatey. <laughs> Not to be confused with Jewel Titty. I am Jeff the Oh, my Marine. God. Shut it. <laughs> Damn it. 
I am Jeff Marini. I wish you all a very good night. Have yourself a great weekend. Go Eagles, and we will see you Monday night. And remember, don't (laughs) be a douche. And it's been swell, but the swelling's gone down. (laughs) Bye-bye. It's a shame she waited an hour and 56 minutes for that. Uh, uh, signing off. Job as always. <laughs> signing off. Amazing job as always. Good night, everybody. Night. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.